Hey everyone, it's Laura Molitor here again with another Divine Purpose Insights podcast. I'm your host of this weekly program and Divine Purpose coach and spiritual activist. You can find out more about me and what I do at beingfreenow.com. You can subscribe to this podcast and please feel free to share if you like what you hear. Today I want to talk about staying true to you. In previous podcasts, I've talked about how easy it is to compare ourselves to others or to judge ourselves and what we have to offer. These actions don't do us any favors, nor do they serve your heart. When we aren't staying true to ourselves, we're out of balance, we're out of sync. We were designed to be our unique selves. Just like anything that's used for another purpose than what it was made to do, you're going to have some difficulties. A can opener isn't going to do a lot of good being used as a spatula. And even a tablespoon can't do the job of a ladle. Or it can't do it efficiently. So we can remember that we were designed to be ourselves. And that doesn't mean, of course, that we serve one singular purpose like a can opener. But it does mean that we've been built to express certain qualities in a very individualized way. We have talents, specific values, inner leadings, and inspiration that, when accepted fully, can make for a magnificent individual doing what he or she shines at and what makes her glow inside, too. Being true to ourselves doesn't mean that we do what we're good at. That's a part of it, of course, but we can be good at a lot of things. In fact, I know that we surely are, but what do we love? What makes us light up and yet feels relatively natural to us? Like it just is what we do. And I think being true to ourselves is about more than what we do for a living or even as an avocation. It's about who we are, what we are inside, what makes us feel whole, at peace, free. I think if you're not feeling some of these things, especially over a more prolonged period of time, whole and peaceful and free, it may be time to see if we're compromising our truest selves. It may be that we're trying to impress others or please them. It might be that there are circumstances that we're in that seem to deprive us of a choice to be ourselves. But you know, even more important to consider and the best way to find that peace and wholeness, that freedom no matter what we're doing, is to get in touch with who we are spiritually. That is, who we are in God's eyes. For he's the one that designed us to be who we are, unlike anyone else, and all equally spectacular. We can get caught up in studying our personalities or looking at our past, our age, etc., but that isn't going to get at our truest selves or allow us to live more in accord with that ideal, that light that we truly are that's within us. And when we find that specialness that God caused, then we get into the grooves with reality, with truth, the authentic and genuine self, and our purpose and our activities become more clear. It's more obvious when what we have discovered uh, about our true selves doesn't line up with what we're trying to do or be or say or think. And I think discovering our true selves and staying true to what that is is best achieved by 
stopping all the arguments for our flaws, for the limits in our lives, all the reasons why not. It's about just being still in the present and asking God what he sees when he looks at us. Asking ourselves what we love and not judging the answers as insufficient. It's exploration. It's listening. It's unlikely we'll find out every aspect of ourselves. There are too many facets. And we can take our time seeing, realizing each of them. That's what life's about. Our purpose is being ourselves, our truest selves. How that's expressed in the world will likely change as we grow and discover more about ourselves, what we want, what we have to offer, what we've learned. I think as we do gain more experience, we tend to realize there are certain things we won't tolerate. That's one example. Our ethical or moral considerations are vital to us. We may discern that more over time. And we can be true to those because when we're not, we can feel it. We know. We're trying to open a can with a spatula. It's frustrating and we just feel wrong and uncomfortable. We don't need to be true to a selfhood we aren't nuts about. We don't need to cling to some individual we've outgrown or who has evolved or made new discoveries. It can be very easy to say that because we've lived a certain life, had certain experiences, that this is what makes us up. This is who we are. But it really isn't. It may be our human history, but it's not our true selfhood. It, that's too limited. We are more than our stories. The things we've been through may have affected us in certain ways, but our genuine being, the idea that God made us, is still our soul. It's still who we are, and it's unique, but it isn't built or torn down by time. Our true selves are immortal identities, and if we stop relegating ourselves to the stories we remember or that we tell about ourselves and go deeper, let God, the light of truth and love, reveal who we really are, we'll find a powerful self that feels wonderful, but also feels like home. Do your best not to get in your own way as you discover this truest self. Allow yourself to hear things that feel good and right to you without making excuses why they can't possibly be you or how it's too late or whatever else. We have to remember that you being true to you, to what makes you feel at peace and strong, does not come at an expense to others. It's a gift to them because when you're true to you, you fit in the world in the way God made you to fit. You're part of a beautiful design that works the best when we're all doing what we were made to do, what suits us and is natural to us, when we're staying true to what we value and bringing that to the lives of others too from a place of honesty and faith. I like this verse uh, from the voice translation of the Bible. It's Romans 12 verse 2. Do not allow this world to mold you in its own image. Instead, be transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. As a result, you'll be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. I also like this one from Ralph Waldo Emerson. To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else 
is the greatest accomplishment. I say amen to that. And that's all I have for now. Let me know if you have any questions or comments or want to talk more about this topic or about your divine purpose. I can be reached at lauramolitor at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. See you next week.